Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is risen. Good morning. As many of you know, my wife was in Romania these past two weeks, and although that trip ended up being one of sorrow and tragedy, she did find quite a bit of hope because all of the churches that she knew growing up as a child had already either been renovated or were in process of being renovated. And when she went to the church that her grandfather presided over as a priest, she saw young couples bringing children by the droves. This in a country that suffered under communism. This a country that tried to get rid of the church. And we have an entire generation now that doesn't know the horrors of communism, but does know the glory of Christ in his church. And it is a sad commentary that Western culture, the United States, which spent the 20th century fighting against secularism and secularist powers of communism and fascism, is now seemingly hell-bent on embracing secularism and turning its back on the church, where the very countries that they were fighting against have embraced Christ in his church. Therefore, today's epistle reading is very instructive as what we should be expecting in the future and how we will weather the storm. In today's epistle reading, we see a young woman who is possessed of a spirit of divination following Paul and his companions around, declaring that these men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. She speaks the truth. But despite the fact that she speaks the truth, her owners don't care. They are interested only in profit and power. And so when Paul gets irritated and sends the spirit out of her, and these men lose their source of income, They use what power they have to bring the state against Paul and his companions, and they are sent to jail. We are facing a similar situation today in the United States. It may not seem that way, but inch by inch by inch, the ability of us as Christians to openly celebrate Christ and his church is becoming harder and harder and harder. The First Amendment in our country is under assault. The state of California wants to criminalize certain speech. Here in Illinois, our state legislature has passed a law that compels people against their will and against their religious uh, convictions to counsel women on where and how to get an abortion. Inch by inch, the people in power who have heard the gospel are not interested in the gospel. They're interested in money and power. And inch by inch, we are approaching that day when we 
like those in Romania, like Deanna's grandfather, were put in jail for proclaiming the gospel of Christ. But here's the hope. Here's the truth. God sends an earthquake. What normally you and I would describe as a tragedy, what you and I would describe as tribulation, what you and I might even be tempted to call a punishment. Yet this earthquake results in the fetters and the chains of Paul and his companions being loosed. They were praying to God, giving praise to him, glorifying him, even in the midst of being tortured and imprisoned. And there was an earthquake, and it broke open the jail. And the jailer, looking upon this, despaired. As the West and the United States turns its back on God and fully embraces secularism, do not anticipate anything good coming from it. There will be tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. And unlike the earthquake, a lot of these tragedies will be man-made. People will starve. People will suffer. People will die and people will begin to despair. And they will ask the same question that the jailer asks. What can I do to be saved? And of course, Paul and his companions tell him, believe in Jesus. And so the jailer brings the apostles to his home. They learn about Christ and his church and the entire household. Men, women, children, free, slave. They are all baptized in Christ. And out of this great tragedy, this earthquake, out of this suffering of the church, people are brought to hope and the truth. In the same way that today, places like Romania and Russia that suffered so greatly under the boot and heel of communism and atheism, today are rebuilding churches, today are baptizing children in droves, today are taking entire families of young children that do not remember those horrors, but have the hope and the salvation of Christ. Therefore, it is imperative for us especially as Orthodox Christians, to maintain this faith, to continue to preach the gospel in the face of the First Amendment being whittled away, in the face of secular powers trying to compel us to act against our own conscience, who will eventually seek to jail us for the speech we insist upon declaring to the world, because we will set a foundation upon which future generations in their despair will be able to seek out and find hope and salvation. I fear for the West because the West does not have that foundation of Orthodox Christianity to fall back upon. Romania and Russia had hundreds of years, generations of people holding on to the faith, of doing baptisms in secret in their homes. My, my wife tells stories of little babies who out of ignorance were baptized three and four times because an aunt 
and then a grandmother and then a great aunt would take the baby to different villages far away from their homes to be baptized by village priests so that at least the child was baptized so that sometime in the future they would have the Holy Spirit in them that hopefully one day in secret they would learn about the church would be given Christ his body and his blood and be able to endure what was going on around them. We don't have that as a culture, as a people, except for us. And so no matter what happens, no matter what tragedy or horrors await us, we must hold on to this faith. We must teach it to the next generation and implore them to hand it down to the generation after that so that there is always that hope there is always that salvation so that one day that instead of seeing the First Amendment whittled away, instead of seeing the powers that be try to shut us up and persecute us and criminalize what we do, churches will be rebuilt. Young families will bring their children to be baptized. An entire generation will live under the glory and beauty and the resurrection of Christ and His church. We may not see that day in our lifetimes, but through the power of the Holy Spirit and Christ Himself and by the will of the Father, we will see it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, and to the ages of ages. Amen.